You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We're here absolutely getting it done. And Fantasy Football Wild Card Weekend is among us. And a lot of people think Fantasy Football is over. But the beautiful DFS is able to give us more weeks. It'll be weeks. As long as we have more than two games, we'll have weeks. So we'll get all the way down. Um, as long as we have two games, four teams will be able to play. So you'll be able to play DFS all the way to the AFC and NFC wildcard weekend. And here is Gary and Thorne and Ryan Newton of Rasta Coach discussing the wildcard week. This Thursday edition of The Rotation, I'm Gary and Thorne. And on today's show, we are breaking down one of the two final four-game NFL DFS slates we are going to see for quite some time. It is Wild Card Weekend beginning at 4 o'clock Eastern Time on Saturday, and that means we really have to take advantage of the last morsel of NFL DFS goodness we have until, I mean, technically we get NFL DFS back in August if you want to play preseason NFL DFS. I don't highly recommend that. So I'm going to say until we get NFL DFS back until next September. So to help me break down this four-game slate, we bring in from roster coach one Ryan Noonan. Ryan, how's it going, man? It's going well, man. you got to get into some of that preseason DFS. You, you stay away. You're, you're full on in baseball at that time too, right? So Yeah. I think I'd rather play baseball. I don't know. I know a couple guys who swear by it. They, they swear there's, there's opportunities to be had in it. A little scary for my blood, but uh, hey, to each their own, (laughs) to each their own. Now, let's talk about some of these playoff matchups, Ryan. And I mean, you look at the quarterback position on DraftKings this weekend, right off the bat, you're kind of just overtaken by this sense that it's going to be a bit of a strange week this week. I mean, we know that the quarterback situation all season long has been just, just a little underwhelming in terms of some of the name value uh, from some of the top-end guys we saw in fantasy all season long. But when you take out the Bradys and the Roethlisbergers and you're just kind of left with what we're left with for the wild card round, it's not necessarily surprising. There's no quarterback priced over $7,000 on this slate. So it's not even really about finding value. It's kind of just about finding the guy you like. So wanted to talk about two guys in particular who might be pretty popular thought processes at the very least. And I mean, Drew Brees is always going to be considered 
one of the top plays on the slate because we know what Drew Brees is capable of. He just hasn't done it a whole lot in 2017-18. I mean, this is someone and this is a team that got to rely on their running game a great deal for the duration of the regular season, and it showed up in Drew Brees' DFS ceiling. I mean, only twice since week four has he actually surpassed 20 DK points, which is kind of crazy to talk about when you're talking about Drew Brees, who's priced at $6,400. But you look at Carolina's defense, and this is a team who, by DVOA, ranks sixth against the run. They've got some great run stoppers in that front seven between Kawan Short, Luke Keekley, a lot of very high-caliber run-defending type players. And their pass defense has been pretty bad, especially recently. 7.7 yards per attempt the last three weeks, a 93 quarterback rating for the season. Do you feel like maybe situation dictates that Sean Payton might actually unleash Drew Brees for the first time in a long time in the wildcard round? We bring up some good points. I'm not even sure. Before we get to his good points, to be honest, they've played twice already. And Carolina's running backs crushed them. And Drew Brees didn't have a big day. So I don't think it matters. We'll take a quick break and we're going to come back and we'll talk more DFS this weekend as Kamara and Ingram still will be the guys in that Saints. This is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day, and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Are you sad like a little puppy? Because the lineup luck show brought to you by DailyRoto.com is now doing the NBA 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad. I got Scooby Snacks for you. That's right. DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day. Fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. 
Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. back fantasy football rewind my name is tony cicada we are here absolutely getting it done and we're talking wild card weekend dfs with gary and thorn and who better than gary and thorn to get it done as he does a great job each and every day and you can subscribe to the fantasy sports radio network the fantasy sports television network and all the great things happening over at youtube FNTSY Sports Network, Gary and Thorne with our man, Ryan Noonan of Roster Coach, and they're talking this week's in action. But, you know, we saw a really efficient breeze in both of these matchups early in the season. Uh, you know, really picked them apart in week three. Uh, they won that game by 21. I think, he, you know, about 76% completion percentage, very similar numbers in week 13 when they won by 10. You know, it has been not a volumous season for Breeze, but he's been incredibly efficient, like always. It's an elite offensive line. You talked about how, um, you know, Carolina's front seven is really stout. Very true. You know, they get a lot of pressure on the quarterback as well, but not only are they an elite run-blocking offensive line, they've been elite as well um, as far as pass protection goes. They're second in adjusted sack rate as well, so they're keeping him up on his feet. Carolina has just been absolute dumpster fire in the back half. You know, the three guys that are going to do most of the coverage, Daryl Worley, Captain Munnerlein, and, and um, James Bradbury, are just been terrible. Um, all, all the metrics and eye tests as well. So I think they're going to have the ability to pick them apart. High supply team total on the slate. You know, Breeze, he said, you know, it hasn't been really crushing it with, you know, 20, 25-point games, but it's just been – they've been so elite on the ground. I mean, both those guys can, can catch passes as well. I think it's a really nice spot. Like I said, at home, in the Dome, familiar opponent, high supply team total. Breeze checks a lot of boxes at a pretty favorable price. 
Do you feel like in a GPP, because differentiation is going to be so important with this shortened slate, because of the name value, because he's only the third highest priced quarterback, because of the implied team total, because he's Drew Brees, do you feel like he's the guy who's going to be running away with the ownership numbers here, or do you feel like it's going to be spread across the quarterback position pretty evenly? It typically is fairly flat um, across the quarterback position. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, I do think you know I've heard you know a lot of Alex Smith talk. He's right there, uh, $100 cheaper in a really good matchup at home against Tennessee, who also has a a pretty porous back half. Um, I think you'll see some ownership there. You know, if Carolina's going to do anything in this game, it's going to have to be on the shoulders and legs of Cam. So I think there's the validity to spending that extra hundred above Breeze to get him. You know, I'm pretty down on the weapons and, and how that passing game has looked over the last three, four weeks. But I wouldn't get too cute. I feel like you can differentiate at other positions. And if you feel like Breeze is the best play, I do. I feel like he's the, you know, he has massive ceiling still. Even though we haven't seen it, I think it's just been you know situational, but I think it's still there. If he needs to go out and throw for 304 scores because Carolina's keeping it close, you know I think he's he's capable to do that, and it's an incredibly favorable matchup. Uh, well, someone who might not be capable of four scores, uh, at least he hasn't shown it this season, is Marcus Mariota. And if you're just basing maybe some some possible ownership value coming off of sheer matchup and just the numbers next to the guy's name on the DraftKings website, it's pretty obvious to see that Mariota's in a good matchup. I mean, Kansas City has allowed the second most DraftKings points to quarterbacks so far this season. On paper, it seems like he's in a pretty good spot, but you go through the game logs with Mariota, the ceiling has just not been there this year. Even with the running element he brings to the table, he's only had one 20-plus point DK performance this season, and strangely enough, it came in primetime against the Steelers, a game in which he threw four interceptions. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't really care how he does it, but it was not a pretty way to do it necessarily the one time he's gotten it done in 2017, 2018. $5,500 is a nice price point, but it's not as even, it's not as if there's even that many places to spend up on this slate necessarily. Like, do you have to get cute here and save money, or should we just be picking from that three quarterback tier you were referencing earlier? Yeah, I mean, uh, I had that same note here too. You know, it's only time top in 20. He threw four picks. You know, the one thing that's nice, like you said, there's the big, shiny, green um, opponent rank that I think will draw some ownership. Um, you know, Kansas City plays a lot of man-to-man, which is a favorable spot if you're looking at running quarterbacks, which obviously a lot of Mariota's value is tied to his ability to create plays and, you know, extend drives because he can rush. You can get some rushing touchdowns there as well. I just think that that's a guy that can have a complete air ball and kill your week before it even starts. Um, you know, he is capable of, you know, sub-150. You know, we saw it last week, 134 yards. Again, difficult matchup. 60-something of that was on a screen pass to, to Derrick Henry. So, um, you know, he has the ability to, I think, just take you out for the week. If there was a huge price discrepancy, if he was down at 55, and the other guys that we're talking about, the you know, maybe the Matt Ryans, Alex Smith, Breeze, Cams, all those guys were north of seven, then I think you could make a case for Mariota. I just I feel like there's no need to go there. Kansas City has been really stout. I believe it's 14 straight games. They've held their opponent under 20 points at home. Um, obviously, teams score a little bit less when they're on the road versus at home. Tennessee on the season is significantly less. I believe it's like seven and a half points per game less. Um, I'm trying to remember that from Evan Silva's matchup column on on Roto World. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just a it's a 
good spot on paper. I just feel like it's a bad spot, and there's the range of outcomes is just too high, and I don't think we need to go there. And I think they've only actually allowed three or more touchdowns to a quarterback once since their Week 10 bye week, and that was like Josh McCowan just rushing two touchdowns in a really weird yeah. spot. So it, it's not as if these numbers are backloaded. They're really front-loaded to the beginning of the season as you know they had to kind of overcome the loss of Eric Berry, which I don't think they've done necessarily, but I guess they've figured out ways to kind of cover up that aspect of their defense just a little bit better than they did back in week two and week three. Uh, we move to running back now, Ryan, and the big question mark of the slate is running back health. Uh, LaShawn McCoy being at the forefront of that conversation. This is a really weird spot for people who want to play this slate because, you know, it, it's pretty cut and dry, cut and paste at this point. Like, if a star running back doesn't play, everyone runs to slot in their very, very cheap but very, very high-volume backup in that spot. I don't even know who's going to be Buffalo's running back if LaShawn <laughs> McCoy doesn't suit up in this contest. I mean, he is priced at $7,500, didn't practice on Wednesday with that ankle sprain, they do luck out getting the Sunday slot, so he's got an extra 24 hours to try and get this ankle healthy. If if I had to guess, I'd say he suits up and at least tries. But if McCoy doesn't go, is there even value to be had at Buffalo running back? I mean, is it Marcus Murphy? Is it Mike Tolbert? Or are you just avoiding this situation completely? Well, I mean, uh, longtime defensive tackle Kyle Williams got the, the rushing touchdown. That's true. Um, last <laughs> week. So I don't know if we can plug him in, but yeah, I mean... Like you said, it's not a clear-cut thing. You know, Marcus Murphy isn't a guy that you're going to expect to lean on. Um, he's just not built that way. Mike Tolbert's been vulturing a red zone inside the five opportunities for McCoy all season. The one thing that I that I think you make a good point, it is late. And, you know, if we do get word that McCoy looks good in practice, appears he's going to go, again, this is not something that personally I'm going to do, but I think it is a <clears> – <throat> excuse me – I think it's viable from a game strategy standpoint. Leonard Fournette in the same game, they're priced $100 apart. You know, if you want to be a contrarian, I don't think McCoy's going to have a ton of ownership because obviously, again, we could see him re-aggravate that situation, um, you know, where he plays maybe a quarter and, and doesn't do anything. So if you're looking to get, you know, a guy that could have 25 touch upside for, you know, really low ownership, Maybe you plug Fournette in there with the ability to late swap it to McCoy if something checks out well, if you leave yourself that extra $100. I think that that could be something that you could do. Um, for me, I'd much rather just go to Fournette in that game. Just because There's no clear-cut you know, backup, like you said. I mean, Tolbert, you probably get the, the red zone stuff. We'll probably see more of that scat back, the ability to catch the passes too for Murphy. But both guys saw targets last week. They basically shared the 17 uh, touches that came from the running back position when McCoy went down last week. There's, it's just not very exciting. There's not a lot of value on the slate, uh, you know, so I think you'll probably see some ownership go there, which makes me even more reluctant to go there. Yeah, and as you talk about, like Leonard Fournette at $7,400, it's not even as if he's this massive safety and lock in my mind. I mean, Fournette has struggled immensely since about the halfway point of the season when he had some off-the-field issues, some issues with the coaching staff, uh, some injury concerns as well. And, I mean, a lot of people seem to think that he's not 100%. Now, that doesn't mean anything in the playoffs. He's obviously going to play in this contest for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But since week 12, just 3.2 yards per carry. That's an underwhelming total any way you want to look at it. Now, the volume's still been great. 93 carries over that span of time. He also has at least three catches, surprisingly, 
in every single one of those contests. Buffalo also bleeds the most DK points to running backs for the season, and that's probably going to factor in a lot of people's decision-making as well. So is Fournette someone you see as, like, a safety guy, or should you just be paying up for Gurley at this point? I think it's hard to not play Fournette, um, particularly if you're if you are bold enough to be playing uh, four games slate cash games. I think you want Fournette for sure. Again, you mentioned it, it wasn't a electric, um, you know, last month of the season. We are coming off a season high in snaps, though. Eighty-seven percent of the snaps handled eighty-two percent of the running back touches. You mentioned the the work in the passing game. He caught four of the five targets, which is nice to see. So we're not really seeing you know, too much TJ Yeldon um, hemorrhaging that passing game work. It could not be a better spot um, as a home favorite. Again, Buffalo, you mentioned their uh, inability to stop the run. 31st in DVOA against the run. They're 32nd in 444.com's schedule-adjusted metric against the run. Just dead last. Again, all the boxes checking in a favorable game script at home. Uh, it's it's a really nice spot for Fortnite. Again, if you're thinking that they – Maybe we're taking it easy on him in the last month or so to get him ready for the playoff run. Um, here we go. Here we go. Is it Leonard Fournette? They're going to live and die with Leonard Fournette. Love him this week. How do you start your lineups with Leonard Fournette against the weakest run defense in the playoffs? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. What up, Dane? What's going on, Maria? Let me tell you something. You look excited. I'm so excited. What are you excited for? Uh, Lineup Lock Live, which is our show every Sunday on Fantasy Sports Network, Dish, television, YouTube, live, and on the Fantasy Radio app. I'm excited to wake up early with you on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern time, all the way to kickoff. Four hours! Absolutely. It's going to be the two of us, Emery Hunt, and a cast of experts. Experts that win fantasy football championships, and they want to help you win, too. So we'll talk sit-starts, we'll talk injuries, we'll talk weather, and we will take your calls and questions and help you win your leagues and win that cash. So good. 
so fun, so excited. What I can I say? Think of doing anything else on a Sunday morning? I don't need eggs. I don't need <laughs> prayer. I just need lineup lock live 9 a.m. to kick off Easter. Be there. Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and 200000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Scott. We're talking Wild Card Weekend DFS. Getting you ready. Getting you prepared. Making sure you got all you need. Here is the stories. And here are the plays. Leonard Fournette's the man this week. Levitan this morning uh, had an article, as he always does, uh, previewing the DraftKings weekend up on DraftKings Playbook. And one of the things he talked about right there in the headline, DeMarco Murray looking doubtful to play on Saturday and I mean if if he's not going to play in this contest are we just considering Derrick Henry like the chalk of all chalk heading into the wild card weekend I mean 28 carries last weekend against Jacksonville didn't do anything with him but obviously not every defense is Jacksonville uh, and also scored that 66 yard touchdown and, and and that's not something you can carry over on a week-to-week basis he has been so just not involved in the passing game all season long and some of that is predicated on those being Murray's snaps but I mean, the volume is going to be there. The price point is there. The opportunity should be there. If Murray's not playing, are you eating the chalk with Henry? Yeah, I probably am. I, you know, and I'm a little biased. I mean, I've been a, a Henry guy for way too long. And I think it's one of those spots, too, where the advanced metrics check out a little bit better for us than what we're seeing on the DraftKings player page, too, which might I might not matter this week because he's going to be he's cheap in the chalk. But, you know, um, 
Kansas City, 32nd in DVOA against the run. Um, I think Henry hasn't seen a lot of work in the passing game, but I feel like it's one of those situations, maybe even similar to where we think about Gurley last year, coming into this year. It wasn't heavily in you know part of his game, but it was just because of they weren't giving him the chance to catch the ball. I think Henry can catch the ball out of the backfield if they give him the chance. Um, he did run 19 routes last week. He only saw two targets. Obviously, we know one of those went for a 60-plus yard score. Getting him the ball in space is going to be you know, a, definitely advantageous for that offense. And I feel like that's going to be their chance to win. So um, if they're smart, they'll lean on him, try and control the ball. Um, it should be a spot where we see another 25-plus touch week for him. And at 6K, even if he's not efficient with it, um, it's hard to get off of that for, for 6K was moved to wide receiver. There are only two wideouts who are actually priced above $7,000 this weekend, and there's about a $1,000 price gap once you get past Mike Thomas at $7,800. I mean, it's, it's him and Julio. That's the top of the list at wide receiver. If you had to choose between the two of these guys to kind of anchor your receiving core around, Ryan, uh, which one are you going with? I mean, it seems like Thomas has the better matchup on paper. We already talked about how we like Breeze. So does that just kind of make it obvious that we're probably going to side with Mike Thomas in this one? Yeah, and I think you'll see a significant difference in ownership as well. Um, just an amazing spot for Thomas. We talked about you know the back half for Carolina. Again, pro football focus is graded 123 cornerbacks so far this season. Um, and Daryl Worley at 91 is Carolina's highest graded cornerback. Um, the other two that I'll see most of the time on the fields are both, um, you know, above 100. So they are just, they've just been terrible. Thomas appears to be over the hamstring injury that kind of slowed him down over the last month. We saw 91% of the snaps for him last week. He's just been super consistent. Um, this is, I think, a splash spot for him where he can really make a difference. Julio let a lot of people down last week where he kind of had a dud in a great spot, saw massive ownership and has a more difficult spot this week. So I think there'll be a pretty large gap if you're looking to, you know, make a pivot off of Thomas. I think Julio makes a lot of sense. You know, he'll have a significant size and speed advantage when he's in the slot against Nicole Roby Coleman. He moves all over the field, though, so he'll probably only be about a quarter of his snaps. But again, you know, from a, just a straight game theory standpoint, Julio's ownership will be a lot less. And we know that he has, you know, basically slate-breaking upside. You know, there's just... Massive touchdown upside there for Julio. So I love Thomas, though. Um, personally, I'm not going to get too cute. I think that it just checks all the boxes. Um, I like him paired with Breeze quite a bit. I mean, you mentioned it before. There's not a whole lot of value on this slate. And, I mean, the receiving options get pretty pedestrian past a certain point on this board. And it's hard to say there's a guy who's priced below $5,000 that you necessarily feel confident in. And that's when you start getting in these situations where you try to figure out who's maybe the best guy in a bad situation. And we, we talked a little bit about Marcus Mariota off the top and how he can just have some underwhelming games when it comes to passing yards. And that's obviously going to affect his receiving core. But Rashard Matthews, $4,900, he is someone who we've seen have big games. It seems like when the Titans do have a passing attack, it's centered around either him or Delaney Walker, who we'll get to in a second. Or we can even throw Walker in now. He's $4,700 at tight end. I mean, only six targets the past two weeks for Matthews. Is there any Titans guy at a price point that you like as sort of a value play? Or if you really, really, really want to take someone in this offensive passing attack, do you just maybe draft Delaney at tight end? 
Yeah, I'd probably go with Delaney. Um, I feel like he's the uh, has the best matchup. Um, he's the preferred target if you look at the target distribution over the last um, you know month plus of the season when you've had Matthews back from the hamstring injury. Um, I, I prefer him there. I actually I prefer even Eric Decker over Matthews, which again is not really exciting to say um, to something that's being recorded so that you can you know have me down for that. But Decker's seen a little bit more work lately. Is a better matchup in the slot against Steven Nelson. You know, he's. It's hard to think he's just completely fallen off the cliff. It's been a, a pretty strong red zone guy over the last you know five six years of his career. I just don't love. I don't trust Marcus Mariota, and so I think lower a dot targets something that we'd probably see from from Delaney Walker. Um, probably the better matchup there. We've seen obviously the the struggles you mentioned. Um, Eric Berry uh, being lost for Kansas City. You know they've been a little bit more susceptible to the tar- uh, to targets of the tight end over the last, you know, half of the season. So I like him quite a bit more than any of the receivers, and I'd probably go down to, to Decker over Matthews. Yeah, as you talk about, you know, only 131 yards since week 14, but does have 29 targets over that span. So if you really want to force some sort of Titan stack in there, it is probably Delaney with Marcus Mariota. Uh, not the only option at that tier, though, in tight end. I mean, he comes in at $4,700. Greg Olson comes in just above him at $5,000. Then there's a $2,000 gap if you want to pay up for Travis Kelsey, which I feel like is probably justified, and maybe some people are going to want to do that. But if you do have to save a little bit of money at tight end, look at someone like Greg Olson. Obviously, that Panther offensive performance in Week 17 was underwhelming, to say the least. And Greg Olson probably not necessarily to blame for catching just one of his nine targets last week for 10 yards. Cam has been known to be inaccurate on occasion, but it's still one of those situations where you can look at it from the pessimistic point of view where he only had 10 yards on one catch, or you look at it from an optimist perspective and go, he had nine targets in that game, and he's got 27 targets the last three weeks. Is Olson a play where maybe if this were like you know, the Greg Olson we know and love in mid-season form in a healthy year, you'd look at Greg Olson at $5,000 and go, oh, I'm, I'm taking that every single time. Yeah, at first first glance, I definitely thought that was going to be where I would go at tight end. Um, Devin Funches with his shoulder injury appears to be less than 100%, which obviously makes Olson even more viable inside the five, um, inside the 10 in those situations in the red zone for for Carolina, um, you spoke to the inefficiency of Cam, which is obviously, you know, something that knocks him down. I think only four of those were catchable targets. You do. I am encouraged by the volume. You know, I'd rather see that than, you know, maybe say he just caught, you know, one of his three targets. The one thing that worries me is um, New Orleans has been really good against tight ends. They actually are um, leading the league. They've allowed the fewest catches and yards to the position on the season. So um, that hurts quite a bit. The, the problem is, is that it's just such a bad position in a four-game slate. Um, it, it just it gets real ugly real quick. I mean, we're looking, uh, you know, above the fold here in the player pool that, you know, um, most of the guys are under 3,000. So, you know, that's that's kind of where we're at for, for the tight end position. So I understand in a spot where I think Carolina is going to have to be playing from behind a little bit, or at least not a spot where they're just, you know, pounding up the clock. I feel like that's going to lend itself pretty well to another, you know, say seven, eight, nine targets for Olsen. So even though they might not be efficient, you know, if he catches one of those for a score, um, he'll be at decent ownership. I think you're going to probably want to have some exposure if you're building multiple lineups. I would love to get up to Kelsey. It's a great spot, but it's going to be hard to do on this slate. I mean, we've gone this entire show. I briefly mentioned Todd Gurley. 
without talking about one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL this season. Uh, I mean, is there anything stopping you from just stacking Rams? Like, is, is that a bad strategy? I don't think it is. Um, I think it's hard to do. You know, you yeah. basically you plug them in first, and then you got to see what you can um, what you can tolerate, you know, what won't turn your stomach. You're going to have to get to the Eric Deckers of the world. Yeah, I uh, I like the Rams in this one, too, uh, this weekend. And I think Todd Gurley, he's 1,100 more than everybody else. That makes it tough. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back, and we'll hear what they say about putting that Rams stack together. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, <laughs> a hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. 
With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're talking DFS, getting ready, and raring to go. I'm ready. I'm fired up. And you're ready to smack it around. Get your weekend set up with a little football. And we got you covered because you can still play fantasy football over at their guys over at DraftKings. So make sure you go ahead and you do it. And we'll get you ready and we'll get you prepared to play. And make sure you got everything you need. Because we want you to be a winner. Let's talk some Rams. That seems like, you know, if it's Gurley, that's going to be a situation maybe even where McCoy is out and we, you know, feel better about a Marcus Murphy or Mike Tolbert workload. I don't know that that's for me. I feel like... Um, you'll probably see a decent amount of ownership still on Gurley just because he just absolutely crushed with, you know, a couple of 45-plus point PPR games to end the season, you know, won a lot of people championships in their season-long league. I feel like staying in that mid-range, I mean, we didn't talk about um, Devonta Freeman. I mean, I know he's not, he hasn't practiced yet. Um, if things check out well, I mean, Julio hasn't practiced yet either, but, you know, Freeman's been getting... A lot of work of late, work in the passing game. That's a nice pivot off of Derrick Henry, too. Very similar, like, if you just take a stand on that game and you feel like, hey, I think Atlanta's going to, you know, again, the Rams sat last week. They're coming off of a game of rest. Atlanta had to play to get in. They're still kind of in that fired-up spot. You're looking at a, um, a team that played in the Super Bowl last year against a team that hasn't been there yet. Um, if you think the Rams have a chance, or the sorry, the Falcons have a chance to hang, um, Freeman's been featured more in the passing game of late. I really like that spot for him quite a bit. Um, you can also, you know, pair him with that defense for bare minimum. It's not an exciting play, but getting a defense that has a, a little bit of upside um, for two thousand dollars is is a pretty interesting place to save. Um, but to your point on Gurley, I mean, gosh, he's just been so good, and hopefully they've been really they've been really smart from a team standpoint, not really from a fantasy standpoint. Sometimes it's been tough to look at Gurley having, you know, an incredibly efficient 18 to 21 touches. But if they've been saving him to, you know, give him 25-plus throughout the playoffs, I mean, 9,700, I don't know that you can make him too expensive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still quite the price, though, on this particular slate. Uh, once again, that is Ryan Noonan. You can read all his work and follow all his work at rostercoach.com. Ryan, thank you so much for taking the time, man, and good luck this weekend. Thanks, brother. You too. And uh, good luck to everyone out there who watched today's show. You know what? Good luck to the people who didn't watch today's show, although they'll never know I wished it. Hopefully your wild card weekend goes successfully on a DFS slate of your choosing. And hopefully you join us again tomorrow on The Rotation. 
Great job by Gary and Thorne and the guys breaking down a little DFS, telling you what you got to do. I like the picks there. You know what? I'll tell you what. It, it, it's tough this time of year. I'm actually trying to think about uh, possibly using a uh, little Marcus Mariota. Here are the Roto experts talking about playoff drafts. I like playoff football, baby. I like it. And I like it all a whole lot. And these guys are insane. There's actually a comment on their show that they these guys sound like they all smoke crack. I don't know. Let's figure it out. So I was offered an opportunity to join a... Uh, a playoff fantasy draft. I want to know if I should be doing this one before before we get into hours here. Um, it was you. You actually said during the break you're you're going over who you were going to pick in yours that you're, you're already ongoing, and you said it's not a multiplier. So I was offered one where it has like a, a DraftKings type salaries. Yeah. And you pick one play. You 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 pick players via the salary. One player per team. Yeah. One player per team. Wonderful. And it's a multiplier. So it's like all right, points in week one are worth. X, next is 2X, 3X, uh, and 4X. Is this something I should do? Is it, is do that, like, draft. I think the drafts are better myself, are better? personally. Yeah. How come? Because I'm going to go over the one and done in the next hour. <laughs> That's why you should do a draft. <laughs> Else we're going to have to figure something out no, real well, fast. I'm doing, I'm doing the multipliers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a draft here, but I was, for me personally, I'll listen to the frenzy and find out yeah. what I should do for the one and done. Yeah. Is that something I should like for, in real life participate in? And I'll the, do one of each. I don't like the multiplier format. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather go one and done and then just let the points stack up. Okay. But the multiplier format, that's cool too, but it's not really... Because then I lose track of what's going on what's with the multiplier. What's the strategy behind the multiplier format? I mean, you want to have the team that's in the Super Bowl. You oh, want to have those sense. guys. You want to have, like, say say you really believe the Saints are going to make it to the Super Bowl. You want, like, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. Well, you can only have one. In this particular format okay. for me, you can only have one player per team. Okay, so still, if you think the Saints, you want Alvin Drew Kamara. Brees. Right, sure. Alvin Kamara in there. The guy's putting up 30 points right. every week. And it gets multiplied like that, you know. So if it's the fifth game, whatever, so you know, thirty, it's one hundred and fifty points. Sure. Yeah, I you, you're basically betting on who's going to make the Super Bowl. That's your. But you got to. You also got to construct a lineup to where. Because how many players can you put on the team? Honestly, I don't. I assume it's like a standard lineup. You know, quarterback, couple of running backs, uh, two or three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. Then you're gonna need to know that because then you're gonna see how much of the player pool, how much of the, and what well, the playoffs. Let's see. How many? There's how many playoffs? It's twelve teams. playoff so, teams so in the playoffs. How many on your list right there? 12, mines is twelve. No, this is ten. Okay. So two teams will be left out. Okay. Of mines, so you got to figure. Besides I, the Titans, who else do I leave out? Exactly. The Bills. Number one. Behind the Bills. Likely, likely so. And then. But, yeah, but okay. So nobody, what, what, what do you what do you do with Jacksonville? Do you put Big Leonard out there, or do you want the Jaguars' defense? To me, ah, uh, that's a good point. So I think Leonard has two games in him. So that's a good point too. Or if like Marquise Lee isn't playing, maybe I go like a Keelan Cole type thing. Yeah, I, well, I think Keelan Cole is going to be the popular play with them. I, I got Didi on my team in, in my draft, so so I should be interested. In this. So you got to kind of handicap it and figure it out as we go along. So we're going to get into that in the next hour, but we can do it here. No, too. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll listen to it next hour. I want to yeah. do, do the other draft anyway right now because okay. I want to talk about the merits of, of that also. So in a normal playoff draft, it, it's what it, it works like this: you you pick a team, and there's no multiplier. It just is what it is. That's what your playoff draft is, right? Yes, it's uh, six men 
you know, and you basically you snake get, draft whatever quarterback. Like you take if you take Ben, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Sure, so you don't get you screwed get, over. Like, yeah. Wait, watch this one, Matt. Extremely important. Is there a third round reversal? No. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> I was fighting for. <laughs> um, is there? So is there? You, you mentioned a second ago when we were talking about uh, the pool of Corey's uh, mentioned in the frenzy. That like, listen, you draft Leonard Fournette, you get potentially two games. You draft, let's say. Um, somebody on the Eagles or Vikings, you may only get one game out of them. Mm-hmm. So is there a, I guess, a strategy behind doing this? Or is it just like, listen, you want you just want the team that's going to go farthest. How, how does that work? Uh, yeah, you're basically you're betting on who's making the Super Bowl. I got, I'm pretty much Steelers and Rams heavy. The Vikings have been my team all year. But now I'm kind of rooting for the uh Steelers and the Rams to make it in. If they make it in, I'm going to be looking pretty good. Right, you're gonna you're, you're going to win it all. Now, you know, if, if you load up on Patriots, which is probably the, the best bet here. Sure. You know, they're still the favorite. I think they're very vulnerable this year. Okay. But they're still the favorite right. to get there. So, like, uh, Glenn Lowy has the Patriots quarterback. He has Deion Lewis, Burkhead, Hogan, Amendola. He's all over it. And Patriots kicker, so, you know. He's all over the Patriots. Patriots go to Super Bowl. He's probably winning this pool. But... The way he loses the pool, I mean, the Patriots get knocked out in round one. It's he's over. Done. He he. There's no, there's no one left. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's done like that. It's very interesting. Corey, do you have a strategy behind it? What you do? No, I'm a good. No, I'm gonna figure out the strategy in the next hour on the fantasy football. Well, we're, doing, we're doing it right now. Oh, Remember? oh. As far as when we're doing, yeah, you definitely want to be. You want to have. You want to have your guys that are playing late. Now, when I when I had won one of these leagues uh, a couple years ago, and basically what I noticed from that from that championship is I had the quarterback that was in the Super Bowl okay. with Cam Newton, and also had Greg Olson. So I had a combination of this was a draft, so you can have multiple players sure. from one team on sure. it. So you want to hammer. Your NFC team, and you want to hammer your AFC team, and you kind of just want to stick hope to those the, teams and hope for the best. And hope for the best. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing I'll, I'll point out: like uh, Alvin Kamara went third, okay. I took Gurley fourth. Right. If you, the Rams have a good. Sh- I mean, the, the uh, Saints have a very good shot of making it to the Super Bowl this year. You have to consider them one of the favorites, right? Sure. Now. The way it could line up, they could go to Philadelphia, go to Philadelphia and yeah, and stuff. So, I mean. I probably, if Kamara was available, would have went Kamara. Okay. Just for the fact that I think they have a better shot of getting there. But okay. I'm happy to have Gurley. Like, I took Gurley over Hunt. All right, so let so let me do this. I'm going to give you the first pick in our Ermini draft right here. All right, I'm going to give you the first pick overall. Who are you taking? That's tough. I, I really want to say uh, Tom Brady. I think they, they have the best shot of so, getting... So am, I, so am I locking you in for Tom Brady here? Yeah, put me in for Brady. Well, All right, so you're uh, you're going to take Tom Brady the fir- with the first dollar pick. Congratulations. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. So uh, so I am up next. Cause yeah. I'm just going to go like this. Here. Okay, it's a snake draft. So it's a snake draft. So I am up next. I don't really know what the rest are supposed to go in. This is this is this is very hard. Oh, uh, for me, it's between the three. You know, it's between Bell, Kamara, and Gurley. Right, and mm-hmm. I and, and I agree with that. I I, I think from so it's interesting because my initial instinct was to take Le'Veon Bell, but I know that I can. 
I'll probably get two games guaranteed from one of these guys. And then Pittsburgh versus Kansas. Uh, Pittsburgh versus. See, you got to do a lot of thinking. Yeah, you got to write this here. down. You got to write it down. Because they're facing. I don't think it's crazy to go Kamara. Because they're facing Jacksonville. That's not a great matchup. No. You know. But it's it still is. But still, they, still got to win. they still got to win the game, though. You feel what I'm saying? That's a, yeah. If they win the game, it's going to be off likely the strength of Le'Veon Bell. But I think Alvin Kamara, like Mark Ingram's still there. That's still a thing. Yeah, but Alvin Kamara's a beast. With the second over, with the second overall pick of this draft, uh, I will be selecting Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it's just it's just Le'Veon Bell. Good call right there. Uh, yeah. I will take Alvin Kamara. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you and, left him on the board. Would you, would, you, would, you, would, you take, would you take Kamara over Bell? Yeah, I took Kamara over okay. Bell. Okay, all right. Two picks. Two picks. I'm gonna take Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take Alex Smith. So you take Alex Smith. Interesting. Okay, so you're going to take Alex really? Smith. Yep. Why Alex Smith? Because Alex Smith's going to be playing on Super Bowl Sunday. Wow. You think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl? I think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. That's crazy. You're taking Andy Reid to go to the Super Bowl. Taking Andy Reid to go to the Super Bowl. That's amazing. Uh, well, this worked out well for me in this little draft. So you have Alex, Alvin Kamara and Alex Smith. You already have a quarterback as well. So I'm not going to wait on a quarterback here, I think. And I'm going to take Todd Gurley. So now you have Gurley and Le'Veon Bell. I feel okay. pretty good about that. You got Gurley and Left Bell now. So you and in week one of the playoffs, you will have one running back, but your other running back will be inactive. Correct. Well, I mean, he's, well, he's well, on I'm making a bench uh, yeah. running back at some point. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, yeah. you may not. Well, it depends on how deep of rosters you have. Right. How many rounds? How many rounds is yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna take Todd Gurley. Matt. So now the question is here: Do you just go with the Patriots stack and go with Deion Lewis? But I'm gonna go with Kareem Hunt. So you're gonna go Kareem Hunt, okay? Oh, you have to go back again. to Beth. Yeah, it's State Chef, man. Mm. It's do you believe I I drafted uh, Antonio Brown in the second round of my playoff draft? Okay, but I think I go uh, I think I go Dion Lewis here, and I just load up. You just load on, up there on the Patriots. All right, so you go De- so you go Dion Lewis. Uh, for me, um, I'll just. I'm scared of you. Would you? Would you ever take like another quarterback here? Like I don't know how this would work. I don't think you would. Are you competing against me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, like I'm wondering like, how long I should be just not. You guys have quarterbacks already. Like how long do I last? I'm just taking one. And I don't. I don't know the answer. I'm trying to talk strategy with you people too. You got it. You well. Who? It depends on what quarterback you think is going to play the longest and still on the board. So I would take Ben. So then take Ben. So I should take Ben now. Take Ben Roethlisberger. I'll take Ben Roethlisberger. I'm take Tyreek Hill. Okay. So I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I take Tyreek Hill. Okay. And then I'll come back when I come back on the bin. Right now. Give me Michael Thomas. So you take Michael Thomas now. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Rob Gronkowski. That's a good one. I think that's a good one too. End the round, Matt. What's end the round? Yeah. We're really going uptown today with the music, Florio. Uh, <laughs> Turn that up. Who are you taking? Antonio, Antonio Brown to end, to end that all round. Right. There they go. Here's the thing. You go all in on these playoff pools or nothing. So you load up on the two teams that you think are going to make the Super Bowl, and you can't half-ass it. You can't have one player from one team, one player from another. You're never going to win. So you go all in is the only way to play a playoff pool. You listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. This is Fantasy Football Rewind.
Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you've got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Oh, 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 welcome back to 
the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sakata. Coming up next, hour number two. In hour number two, we're going to break down even more, get ready and ready, prepared and get in life. It's Fantasy Football Trash. The trash from this year that you'll be looking to draft next year with the guys with the Fantasy Football Frenzy. So don't go anywhere. Trash is coming up next. Get excited for trash. That's all you can say. We're fired up. You're fired up. Get rocking out. Yeah.